<laughs> I fucking hate everything. What's cracking, everybody? And welcome to episode 217 of the Good Cracking Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Renel Pearson, alongside the man who beat Diablo, uh, Devin Brevin, the dude. Uh, I was trying to do kind of. Oh, out. yeah. Kind of. Bad. It's, he- uh, it's actually episode like 221. I just for, I forgot. Oh, wow. He, wow. He's going up on that, too. 21. Uh, thank you, uh, Garrett, for the fix of your own mistake. Uh, Devin, how are you on this fine, fine Tuesday, my friend? I'm doing good. Doing good. Had had a very, very productive uh, band meeting yesterday. Okay. And um, got some cool things going on there. Had an interview today and uh yeah things are going good awesome man that's fucking rad dude um it -hmm. is it is a very exciting and busy week for uh for all of us really i mean like we all got some crazy shit going on around here i know you're Mm -hmm. you're getting things geared up for a new job i got boxes right behind me because me and my boo found a place to anyways live together in uh we get a nice uh three-bedroom apartment um that i'm pretty excited about and um uh i hope that you all burn <laughs> because it is 100 degrees in portland right now it's 90 degrees in portland right now um and i have I'm no doing... see, so i'm just like I'm, I'm i'm making it work you know what i mean just, dude just... dude our our ac went out actually the uh the there was a bunch of uh, condensation that went on the um, the little uh, board, so it fried, mm. and that part's like four hundred dollars. Yeah, you can't find Jesus. circuit boards for AC units yeah. very easily. Um, it's yeah, it's yeah. a fucking nightmare. I I have to look for that stuff for my job and shit. I'm just like, oh god, I don't want to do their circuit board crap right. anymore man it's it's a bother but uh devin um i i said he beat diablo because he ran credits on it um didn't beat night. it just ran credits, just ran credits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he didn't beat it beat it but he ran credits so he yeah, beat no, it but he um, didn't, like, beat it you know no i i i i got invited to like i was playing i was playing by myself and i had some friends that i was in a call with and they're like hey we're about to go do the final boss run and there's like multiple bosses at the end of the game and they're like you should come play and i was like well i'm gonna be skipping a lot of the story and they're like so it's diablo you're gonna play this over and over and over anyways and i was like you're right so i went and did the boss run with them <laughs> jesus christ man. one of them being josh <laughs> jesus christ so you didn't even beat it beat it you just ran credits <laughs> wow. yeah that's all i said oh i ran god. credits oh my god. <laughs> he's in act three out of six jesus christ man well the we also have the man who uh did actually beat it (laughs) i beat beat it in the early access weekend bartholomew eton garrick how you doing today um taking a break from my second job uh as a diablo 4 player to uh, be here with you guys today of course of course uh we're glad to have you thank you so much for giving us your time uh <laughs> well, i can be here we're, we're, we're glad to oh no you. my internet is going out i think i need to go <laughs> oh, oh shucks God. guys like oh, no. and then eric has oh, gone online no. i just disappear from the call you just see me appear on the xbox Oh no, my camera's not working oh anymore, God, guys. <laughs> He's just like, uh, uh, 
Uh, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. What, what, what I'm really like, what I'm really like is, is you know, um, oh my God, where'd it go? Oh, this that. is very anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah, just puts that up. Yeah, guys. Uh, so how's you can it going? Just play Diablo the whole time. <laughs> Jesus, man. I'm here, but I'm not here. I know. I'm. I'm like waiting for that. Fucking uh, like little ding to come up. So this Brevin the dude's playing Diablo. Yeah, the little Xbox notification, and you're like, God damn it, damn it, man. You know. <laughs> well, we also have the man that has been helping me uh, potentially uh, run credits on Diablo. It is uh, GoodKraken.com's very own DJ. <laughs> DJ, yeah, you, you didn't, you don't, you don't you deserve him anymore. He's ours now. <laughs> Wait, DJ's, DJ's yours? Twitch, Twitch, oh, no, yeah, Twitch yeah, doesn't get Twitch. DJ anymore. Like, yeah. you don't get DJ. You know, he's, yeah. Did you see, or no, did you see the, uh, that one piece of, uh, thing where it's like, um, Twitch is charging affiliates for canceling their affiliate, mem- uh, affiliate contract with them? $25. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh yeah. my god, for real. Because they know what they're about to do with some slick shit. And they're like, if you're gonna cancel, fork it over, buddy. Wow, dude. That's so gifted and fucking scummy, man. Gifted You'll will make it go fuck away. Fuck you, Twitch. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I hope you fuckers hear gifted that. and will make it go away, buddy. Don't worry. Fucking Jeff Bezos. Um, the second Ernell says that the stream just shuts down. I know. We started yeah. getting that bitrate drop like we did the other night. <laughs> Oh no! Pay us twenty five dollars, your internet's gonna uh, go uh, down. <laughs> <laughs> DJ, how's your Tuesday going, man? Dude, it's been going good. Dude, grinding Diablo. Uh, I reached level fifty last night. Um, um, or no, this morning. At least I reached it this morning. Congrats on that. And, um, it's fifty. Yeah, soft been, cap, I, I just finished. It? I just finished Act Four, and uh, I'm on to Act Five now. So. Uh, I'm almost almost finished. Almost rolling credits on Diablo. Is, is uh is is fifty soft cap or it or is it forty? Yeah, that's okay. uh, yeah. fifty is the skill cap. Fifty on is Paragon board. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. I like it. Good to know. Good to know for my noggin when I finally get there in a year. <laughs> this fucking takes me forever to fucking mm-hmm. get there. It's goddamn watch, game. Watch Arnell never beat Diablo. Oh, I'll beat it. It's just, I'm gonna oh, have he'll to beat fucking it. beat it by myself because you fuckers gonna be like, <laughs> like eighteen Paragon levels ahead of me at all fucking times. So I'm never gonna be able to get it. You want, dude? It doesn't. It doesn't matter, man, because the game has beautiful dynamic, beautiful skill. dynamic scaling. Yeah, Di- any dude, scaling. we can join party regardless of our level, Paragon level, and everybody will get a challenge and a good experience. Hmm. Well, we will dive into that very, very soon. We're not going to talk about that right now. Instead, we're going to be talking Bless the Mommy, 65 what? It's time for another Keeley event and much, much more because this is the Good Kraken Podcast. Your choice for all the Diablo news, video game, and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you want to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 12 p.m. If you're on this way, you can head on over to our Discord channel where you can submit questions and topics to the show, get exclusive post-show content, and soon have early access episodes before 
We go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea. Thank you. But if you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment, that is totally fine. You can watch us record the show live right here at twitch.tv good slash good cracking show, 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 show. Are you having an aneurysm? <laughs> I did what I said, Twitch. Uh, if you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. DJ? Prime Gaming. And we would love for you to give that to us to help keep us pushing content out for all of you that are listening or watching at home. And we'll soon be listening or watching at home on YouTube instead. But you can support us by going to our YouTube channel <laughs> by clicking that beautiful bell and big red button or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. Review. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Devin! Huh? We have some captain's orders, my friend. Guys, this Thursday, we are getting together about 11.50 a.m. Pacific time. We're doing a little thing called the Summer Game Fest 2023 live reactions Mm -hmm. brought to you by good crack and that's what we're doing right there on thursday we're gonna be knocking that out of the park we're gonna be hanging out with you guys for about three or four hours while we go through the showcase and then afterwards we got other stuff to do like watching robots fight each other it's gonna be real fucking cool um but until then yeah come in hang out with us for all the live reaction wonderful uh goodness that you possibly could uh be asking for when it comes to your summer games announcements um because there's no longer an e3 so we have to satiate. Now it's key three. It is key three. We have to satiate our palettes now with good old Jeff Keeley presentations, uh, such as this one, um, as well as the Xbox showcase that we are doing on Sunday. Um, how was the time on that? I think I think it was like, I, I you know, let me, let me eight time. Time. I think it was. Nine. I think it's at eleven. Really, I think it's. I want to. I want to say it's eleven. I want to say as well. I want to say nine. I want to say nine. And Let's we, see. And it'll be about three hours. Three. We should be done about noon. There's nine. Yeah. So they're saying that the main showcase is going to be about ninety minutes, and then the Starfield showcase is going to be sixty minutes. Yes. What yes. Yes. So nine. Nine. Let general. me look. Let the, let me look. It is ten a.m. Pacific 10 a.m. time. Ten a.m. Pacific time. There you go. Uh, we will be here just about 9.50 for all y'all uh, to talk about what we're about to be seeing during that showcase. Um, I'm going to have my coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have my breakfast. Mm. Can't decide if I'm going to cook breakfast or if I'm just going to sit down with a bowl of cereal. <laughs> well, he, he could have cereal or he could have the 18th skillet he's made this month. It's going to be great. Dude, yeah, I, I, I make them like every day because they're healthy. Are they? Yeah. Are they? Dude, I use I use turkey sausage. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. He has to defend himself. Mostly he has to defend his honor. <laughs> I, 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 put, I, I, I poked the snake with a stick. <laughs> I always have to defend my honor when it comes to you. See, what, what you don't realize is Garrick recognizes this uh, every single time. He is Tom Hardy in Mad Max going, that's bait. He knows. He knows. He knows what I'm just trying to bait and wrap you up in a little birthday present. You know what I'm saying? God damn, baby. Let's go. This is going to be a good time. But uh, what else is a good time, gentlemen? Mm-mm-mm. We're going into it. Garrett. 
yes, yeah? we're just gonna start. <laughs> you said good slamming, time, right? <laughs> just slamming cheeks right here live on the Good Cracking Podcast. Garrett, tell the people at home what we're doing next. We are heading into our review segment. Uh huh. Yeah. Hands on deck. jesus christ jesus fucking christ man uh so today we have a couple of things for you guys but it's first starting out with our collective review thus far of the good old diablo 4 it is officially out uh we we've been we've Because I'm mad at Twitch today, I'm going to read it. Darn, I was hoping you'd do my mom so I can finally have a dad. (laughs) You know, (laughs) we can do that. We can arrange that. My dude slid in here with the riz. (laughs) We can, we can, okay. We can, we can definitely arrange for that. Hey, we're happy that you're here. Uh, Whether or not you, (laughs) you want us to do your mom, we can make that make that work in the meantime we're all gonna get a chance to talk a little bit about our experience with diablo 4 thus far but we're gonna allow some space for garrick who has beaten uh diablo 4 as a campaign so far uh uh, to kind of get some space to talk a little bit more in depth on uh on those things that we can kind of take turns hashing out from there so garrick lead us the way my friend your thoughts so far on diablo 4 Damn, uh, I would first off like to say, what a game. Um, so we all actually got to participate in the pre the early access. We all got the collector's edition or higher and said, fuck it, we're going full ham on this. Mm. Um, and um, by the time the weekend was over, uh, I had officially completed the campaign. We beat it Sunday night, very early in the morning. Uh, morbid, uh, morbid curiosity, and I, uh, we we rolled credits on it together, beat beat the last boss together, and uh, this was a great experience. Um, this is everything I needed it to be as a sequel, coming from as an avid lover of Diablo two, who put a lot of time into Diablo three. Um, I felt like they did a really good job taking the best of both worlds and also like taking some, some the, the design from another popular uh, isometric MMORPG right now, Lost Ark, uh, and really kind of paying homage to it in a way. They were like, we saw that your, your model was really, really successful and we're going to try our hand at that same model. And that's what they did. Um, and it fucking worked. This is an open world MMO ARPG known as Diablo 4, designed, published, and developed by Blizzard Entertainment, and it does the damn thing. Um, <clears throat> this is the best Diablo game ever made. Doesn't even have Diablo in it, ladies and gentlemen. God damn, baby, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So you got five classes to start out with. This is pretty typical ARPG stuff, typical Diablo stuff. Um, they do return some classes from both. Uh, uh older and newer games with some older and newer skills they've got a fleshed on paragon board that they reiterated that looks a lot more like a system from path of exile than anything like available in diablo 3 and you are playing through the upper half of the world of sanctuary and when i say that i mean uh this is an open world game but on the the grand map of sanctuary we're only accessing about a third of the world 
So we could get more of that later. Um, but yeah, this is a loot and this is a loot and dungeon grind game at the end of the day. Although I will say this has the best uh, campaign I've ever experienced in a Diablo story. Uh, I, I had stakes in the characters. I enjoyed the characters. I enjoyed the homage to the pre to uh, the past of the franchise while also pushing it forward in a meaningful, meaningful way. <clears throat> and the fact that we have removed Diablo from the picture and that we now have a lot bigger scope on the history of Sanctuary and what that means for us as players and the future of this game. Um, the end game loop is really, really satisfying so far. I'm really glad it's not just opening a portal, me entering a dungeon, completing that dungeon and exiting the portal. Um, once you have completed the campaign, which is fantastic, um, you can now take your, your demon slaying on the warpath uh, to the greater endgame, where you are visiting things like the, uh, the Tree of Whispers and doing your daily bounties, doing things like uh, going to hell tides at a random spawn, participating in world boss events, <clears throat> completing your renown. Excuse me, completing your renown board, um, you know, exploring the map, doing altars of Lilith, completing the plethora, a plethora of side quests available in each zone, uh, doing dungeons that you haven't finished, collecting aspects. There is so, so much to do in this game. It is rich. It is deep. It is alive, and it wants you to play for hours and hours and hours and hours. It sure does. It sure does. I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good game. Uh, yeah. I, like, I, really, truly, I really, truly do just love this game. It's everything the sequel needed it to be. Uh, it, it, it honors all of the core mechanics from the Diablo franchise in a meaningful way, elevating the story. The game looks next-gen feels next gen honestly i really can't stop all like the audio design in this game is fucking nuts yeah it is like I, it's so good um like i i cannot i love going into buildings um and listening to like any metal object hit stone because it echoes at just the right frequency you're like that shit sounds real as fuck it sounds like you're in this building the audio design is incredible there are so many like little things with like honestly like there's this one thing there's a point like a poison puddle that gets created on the ground from one enemy and it just has just just this just beautiful audio noise where it sounds like it's bubbling and crackling and then it phases out in this sizzly sort of way and you're like that sounded so satisfying to listen to and like it's just an enemy effect that's it and but like the world is just feels so rich that like all of the animals like you make sounds everything interacts with everything uh it just feels alive this is the best version of sanctuary that we've just ever gotten uh the classes feel unique and diverse they all have their very own flavor of gameplay that they play towards uh, all they have very unique skills. All of the characters play beautifully. Combat in this is very, very weighted and impactful. It's slower than Diablo three, but faster than Diablo uh, than Diablo two in the sense that like you're traversing the map at a pretty good pace, and you're not going to be regularly blocked by enemies that are just immune to your to, to you uh, your ability to fight them. Uh, 
this also has uh i can't this is one thing i really wanted to talk about um some of the best accessibility features i've noticed in an arpg i've actually had to go back through a couple of times and change some things uh because my glasses broke a couple weeks back and i'm i'm working on a very old prescription set of contacts and i actually had to be able to like change my text size actually being able to change the color and like dynamic frequency of the shade of my character so that i personally can see them on the map and interact with shit appropriately because during boss fights i was losing myself yeah mm -hmm. like there's just it feels good like it feels very inviting to the player um also multiplayer in this is better than any diablo game has ever been um so progress carries uh, around to the host's world unless everybody's on the same uh quest point and then everybody progresses pretty standard stuff but the best thing about this is the dynamic scaling it does not matter what level you are as long as everybody is willing to play on the same world tier everybody is going to have a good experience quest progress will all be tied to everybody as long as you're on the same thing everybody's your everybody's loot is completely instant down from materials legendary drops interacting with quests etc you can trade to some extent with people in your party and your friends uh you have but the best thing is is it scales directly to your level personally it doesn't factor in anything from your party at all other than a touch of scaled hp for proximity due to nearby party members so you're not just pissing through enemies but honestly like the multiplayer feels really really good i'm well into the end game but i could and i can and am going to hop into devin's game later tonight and like i will be rewarded for my time enemies will still be my level I will still get loot that is worth my time. But so will Devin. Devin will get he'll be getting stuff loot that's worth his time and we'll be getting a similar challenge based off of our level and our gear, not just the level of the world. It feels so good to engage. Level in. 40 by the way. Mm -mm. Feels good, man. Feels good. Yeah. <sighs> DJ, hit us with it, man. Yeah, man, this this one this one's a great game. Uh, Diablo Four uh, really surprised me. Uh, as coming from a person who hasn't played um, the original, like Diablo One and the famed Diablo Two, I've never I've never even touched those games in my life. I have played Diablo Three, and I thoroughly enjoyed my time with that game. Um, but I've always had a, a problem with uh, these kind of looting RPG type of games um where you know i like to play how i like to play whatever uh thing that i gravitate towards i i like to create my own play style and like to select my own abilities and and kind of create like uh can i like homebrew like my own character and with uh the problem with a lot of other like um arpgs is uh that are similar to diablo in the looting aspect and uh end game and you know uh the game itself always caters towards a sort of meta game like there's always a sort of meta build that you run through in the end game and a lot of the time uh it's sometimes something that you're not really um you're not really wanting to play it's a style of of play that isn't uh appealing to you uh that's why that's the problem i had with uh if you guys remember this uh three uh third person shooter uh outriders um that's i i chose yeah, the dude. like I chose the um, the stone class. You, you throw rocks and shit. Every other class has an ability that amplifies their bullets, but the the 
Stone class doesn't, which yeah. hampered my experience endgame because I did no damage in the endgame dungeons. Here in Diablo, I feel like uh, in Diablo 4, in this new iteration of Diablo, I feel like every class is viable and has a viable uh, subclass that uh, can get you through the end game and those end game bosses and dungeons. And, um, you know, there's, there's, uh, all the classes feel very smooth. Uh, I made uh, several other characters, uh, just to try out some of the abilities and look at, uh, what you could really spec into. I think each class has like four, like kind of subclasses where you can like spec your points into, but you're not limited to those four. You can like grab stuff from each. Uh, in this steel tree and uh, i think that's it's it's really fun um i'm and if you if you're like me and you like to clear out side quests you'll get to level 50 pretty fast uh i i barely finished i i didn't even finish act two before i hit like level 45 so and that was just me because i was just going around exploring doing side quests very uh very addicting uh gameplay loop um and also, I'm playing a necromancer, doing blood magic. If, uh, if you guys were interested, um, but yeah, this is it's such a good game. Uh, I can't wait to roll credits on this thing and, and get to the end game. But I, I'm uh, the beauty of this game is you can play at your own pace, and you'll you'll find a lot of enjoyment in doing that. Uh, don't listen to these guys about these guys on uh, YouTube or Twitter. They're like, oh, get to level seventy quick with this farming method. No, play the game how you want to play it you'll find way more enjoyment in that. Devin. Yeah, I I am playing as a barbarian and uh I am I'm loving it honestly. I've played every single Diablo game, every single one. Um except for like I I played Immortal for a little bit and that was very short-lived. Um yeah, it was. You know, I think I think it was for all of us. Yeah. Um but I, I tend to pick a class, a different class on each one and mainline that one um, for, for the game for the most part. Um, I am enjoying this. This game is downright gorgeous. The uh, the environment detail is out of this world, especially for an isometric game. Like they, they went down to putting the tiniest little cracks on a statue that you have to zoom in, uh, which you can do in the game. To even look at the level of detail that they put like uh the the terrain environment is amazing the monster design is amazing um the gameplay loop is just fun it's 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 just like a burst of serotonin as you play you are constantly getting loot drops as you move throughout the game uh you'll run into random mini world bosses and uh elites and stuff like that who most of the time drop gear for you that make you feel better about your character uh I, I find myself uh, respecting my character quite a bit, depending on the the type of gear that gets dropped in the game, which does end up getting expensive down the line. But it, it's a fun gameplay loop that kind of refreshes the game for you. So you you know you have a little bit different of a play style as you go through. The storyline is extremely cohesive and very fun to go through. Um, I am loving that they went back to that gothic art style and the very bleak feeling of what diablo is i felt like diablo 3 had a very similar presence that warcraft did um in art styles and stuff like that and i'm I'm glad that they deviated away from that to give it its own identity again um it's very fun to play with friends it's easy to drop in and drop out there's world events that are up to like 16 people as well 
which I know Garrick and I have experienced a few of those together. Um, I've noticed they haven't been around anymore, though. Did, did they like make that so it's only in-game content now? Is is do you know anything about that, Garrick? Because I've not seen any the, of those. The events Legion events. The yeah, Legion events. Yeah, you just gotta look for them. Uh, the, the thing is, is like as you kind of unlock the map, more shit appears on the map. Um, yeah. And the map is massive. So I have noticed that like I've even missed something because like if it'll be hidden next to a dungeon, I'll just like scan it and not see it. Uh, but mm. they do spawn on like a timer. Uh, but I think there are some events like later in the game that like Helltide's world bosses and stuff that share like a timer rotation. So like you might not be seeing it because another event is going on that you don't have access yet. And mm. it just has a rotated back to a Legion event. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think it's based on level too, because there was I, I've been seeing Legion events pop up on map on sides of the map that I've not even like grazed. Um yeah. and I'm like, I, there's no way of making there in five minutes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I was just curious about that. I was wondering if they like pulled it already for some reason. You know. Nope. I actually just saw one earlier just before we just before we hopped on today. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, I'm no, I, a, a, dru- a druid, by the way. I just want to sneak that in yes, there. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, our yeah, yeah. druid. Yep. Yep. He's the druid. I'm I'm the meathead this time around. Um, Crayon eater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, eating clans. Um, <laughs> but uh, I I'm having a good time, and it's it's fun. We we have our own clan that Garrick started, by the way. So if anybody mm-hmm. wants to join, mm-hmm. hop into yes. our game chat and our Discord. Horse. Yep, 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 yep. Hop, yep, hop, hop yep, into our Discord yours. and and uh, go to our game chat, and you can find the information there. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a great time. Um, it feels very balanced as well, especially with the scaling, um, the level scaling between player to player, and um, yeah, like <laughs> we talked earlier about me rolling credits. I did roll credits, but I didn't play the whole campaign uh, just yeah. because I hopped into uh, some later stages with some friends because they wanted me to play with them. And um, even then, with them being 10 levels higher than me, I was in an area that was a level 45 area. It's still like it was slightly more challenging, but it still felt good to play. It was still really fun. Um, so this is definitely a game. If If you don't care about the story, which you should though you can definitely hop around throughout the game and play with your friends even if they're higher level with you e- very easily yeah that's for sure that's for sure Garrick, you uh you raised your hand earlier there was a comment you're gonna make oh yeah yeah just to piggyback of kind of what gj was saying about like his the ability to homebrew um yeah in most in in, in diablo like if you were to go play diablo 3 or diablo 2 right now there are very clear-cut metas like it diablo 2 resurrected a remake of the of the the acclaimed diablo 2 right to this day it is like the, it is the the exact same builds 20 years later that are that are meta efficient 20 years later and it's the same build like you're working towards the same items this they have this their approach to legendary items is completely different than anything diablo has ever done and the reason i feel like this is the best thing they've ever done for them as a looter game is they found a way to make items other than legendaries valuable 
because you now mm. are act I actually actively give a shit about rares, yellow items. Like I collect mm. them all, I look at their stats because I can imprint a legendary aspect I've collected from a dungeon onto a rare that I really like and that is now a sweet ass piece of gear. And you can do that with any piece of gear. And guess what? If you collected a legendary aspect from a weapon, you can also imprint that on your rings or amulet, and it will receive different bonuses based off of where you imprint it. The build freedom is absolutely insane. I am not playing a build that is available anywhere on the internet. My build is my build. I chose my own build. I looked up builds as guidelines, and but guess what? I don't have half of that shit yet. Like, I'm mm-hmm. missing so many uniques to make builds efficient, but I'm still in World Tier 3 playing a completely home-built, pulverized werebear build, and I'm in the endgame content and feeling successful in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, have a homebrew. nuts. Yeah. I have a homebrew build going right now as well that I kind of, like, combined a few different builds I saw on the internet to, honestly, to strengthen the party I play with for the most part. I'm playing as like a support tank. Build freedom is is the best that Diablo has ever felt. Ever felt. Yeah. And yeah, you man. can change it whenever you want. Mm-hmm. True. So I'm, uh, I'm I'm the resident rogue uh for the four of us. Uh so it's been uh that's been interesting. We're falling behind. Um, I've fallen behind, yes, uh, because I'm the only yeah. one fucking working right now. <laughs> but uh, you assholes. <laughs> um, but yeah, this uh, this game is incredible. Um, they really outdid themselves in this fucking game, man. It is gorgeous in ways that I never thought I needed a Diablo game to be gorgeous. Like the environmental mm-hmm. art is just out fucking standing dude like it, like i've never played a isometric especially a dungeon crawler um and thought wow like i really just wish that this environment looked legitimate and th- all the environments in this game look legitimate uh like like and you it's funny because they 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 tan- they tempered down the like the quality of the cutscenes to accommodate for your character being present in them and have that like smooth, seamless transition from gameplay to uh, to those those cutscenes and yeah, the Lost Ark cutscene approach. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and it works in the we- in the weirdest fucking way. It works so well because like it makes it makes it feel a little bit more alive. Like it makes you feel a little bit more like invested into your character. Um and your character isn't just a uh like voiceless silent protagonist. Like your character is full on speaking in the midst of all these things that are happening. And so there's there's little tiny things that they did in this game uh that they did not do in prior Diablo installations that um that make this the wonderful experience that it is. Uh I haven't been able to stop thinking about this game. Like it's like it's been it's it's so much fun. Like it's it's so cool seeing so many other people be so into it uh because it is a game that has so much like like easy point of entry for just about anybody uh, because they found a way to make controllers feel right in this game. 
Um, whereas in Diablo three, you couldn't you couldn't really play with a controller and have as good of a time as you as someone who was playing on PC. Um, there was just like a level of of quickness, of agility that you just did not have available to you, uh, if unless you were playing on mouse and keyboard. And now, like just because of like the different, like the different choices that they made with how controller uh, is handled and playing this game on console is handled, there's like I could. I could just grab a controller and give it to my wonderful partner and say, Hey, play this with me. And she would easily be able to pick it up like any, like anybody, because the mechanics of everything is just so simple that it like allows you to sort of like be complex about it is weird. It's, it kind of goes to like what, what Garrick and DJ were saying, where it's like the, the opportunity to homebrew everything like opens up so much, choice for you and how you want to play where like you like you don't any longer have to like just mash 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 and just like destroy everything in front of you like you kind of want to be a little bit more calculated than that um and the controller like button like work makes it easy to do that in a way where like with my character i'm like constantly like going into battles and procking like my poison imbue um and my like shadow like protection thing immediately going into the battle and it's little just click click and that's like it and like every single battle is just is just is l2 r1 and i know that every single time i go into a battle mm -hmm. that's what i need to hit um and then like the the but the button like just you know classifications for like everything just makes sense uh you can you can put all your skills on any button you the want queuing the queuing in combat yeah, you dude. can queue your skills yeah. Oh, yeah you're fucking smashing one button you can hit that trigger and it will pause do the trigger ability and then go yep. back and you're yep. like yeah dude, that felt so good it's so nice man it's it's so nice yeah the the game not is just is not just stunning it's a super convenient to play it makes it easy to digest uh the story so far is dope um and me me i'm only on act like just finished act two um so like like and that that act two was fucking tight uh thank you dj yeah. for walking me through that uh we we had a fucking good time just going through i was like oh shit they attacked the manor oh fuck dude and it's like the, yeah. fir the first time i've ever like played a diablo game and been like very holy like oh fuck like like during like story moments that are happening because the story actually like feels right it feels like you're actually going through this like collective hero's yeah. journey across like what's going on in this and so it, it like it, when my when my boy died at the end of act one i was like he didn't deserve that dude i know no. well, and just like seeing like what happens with uh with uh D doran's son in in, in act two and like kind of like i was like oh oh fuck dude that's fucking yeah, wild. And, and even even me like i'm skipping dialogue i still have like emotional like weight on to the story because it's like even though like let's say you did skip all the, the dialogue you're still catching bits and pieces of it because of how they've integrated like like you said or no with the cutscenes. like your character is in it your character is a part of the story not right. just a silent protagonist they're just speaking lines and you're like oh shit like even if you did it pay attention you're like oh my god this shit happening you know what i mean like no no 
right? Yeah. And then eventually you'll just be like, wait, I'm just going to start watching because <laughs> this is interesting. Yeah, yeah dude. Um, and uh, like, yeah. It, it, it makes it really hard to kind of like ignore it. We're like in Diablo 3, I was kind of like, yeah, I get it. It's like war between heaven and hell. It's tight. Yeah. That's super cool. Uh, I'm killing everything. And that's like, that's, that's dope. That's super fucking tight for, you know, some people, but it gets real boring real quick. Um, I do want to see to kind of like put things on a bow here. Uh, Cause I don't want to take up too much time. Um, I think my favorite part of this game so far is that the, all of the side quests feel like Witcher level side quests. We're like, they're not mm-hmm. just throwaway fetch quests every time. It's like you're like you're you're traveling the world and find like last night, like I just saw like a dude like laying on the ground with like three dead knights around his body. And he was like, oh, my God, there's there's a woman who attacked us with an axe. Uh, and she she ran inside there. I, you need to go take her down. And I was like, fucking. All right, let's go, dude. I went down there and just ran her ass into the fucking ground uh, and <laughs> came back out. And it just felt it felt cool for like the world that you're like living in, you know, and so these side quests feel so much more alive than side quests ever did in Diablo. Um, mm-hmm. And they all make sense of this world. They all make sense for like your character stumbling across them. And like the, the game, the gameplay loop there too makes it so much easier because you're just like out chasing whatever the hell you're chasing. And you'll just see a blue circle on your map and go, Oh shit, that's a side quest. And you can just like quickly yeah. like do it real fast, continue on with what you were doing, and then like later on, like the because the menu is so simple, you can just open up your journal and just say, "Yep, that was a quest I completed earlier. I'll just go finish that really quick and get five thousand experience points for fucking nothing." Basically, uh, it's it's dude, it's so rad, man. This this game feels great. I'm super excited to keep playing this. Um, Garrick says that the end of this game is fucking tight. Uh, so like, I'm really excited to experience the rest of this campaign, generally speaking, because I love hype ass campaigns. That's the shit that I really, really like. And if it's hype as fuck, I'm so, here for uh, it. I'm here for you it. know, I will, this is the last thing I'll say, you know, the cutscene that we got that was paired with the Lilith trailer. Yes. We didn't get all of it in the, uh, when they showed us. I, mm. I can attest to that. And I can it's attest to that. Fucking insane. Yeah. Mm. I, I I watched that on <laughs> my TV. Boy. Like I was playing on my TV at the time. So like I watched that in 4K and I was just like oh. Lilith's faith is so emotive in that cutscene. Yeah. I'm so excited, man. I'm so fucking hyped. It's amazing. Well, in the meantime, um I got a chance to watch a uh, a movie the other day um, when I got home from work and I was like, I got some free time. Let me, uh, let me just kind of burn through some, uh, uh, some, some content that, uh, that I haven't got a chance to watch real quick. And uh, the thing that I found was, wow, this movie just came out and now it's on Amazon (laughs) to rent for like six bucks. Dude, it's crazy, man. Uh, And that movie is good old 65. The movie that, sorry, Devin had zero hope for it. Uh, Devin, you don't need to be sorry, my friend. You don't need to be sorry. Um, so I want to start out by saying that this movie is uh, is what After Earth thought it was doing. <laughs> is is basically what this movie is. This movie is actually okay. Like, this movie is actually all right. 
Uh, it has moments where it's more than all right, and then it has other moments when it is less than all right. So let me back up here. Uh, 65 is a movie that is written by the writers or directed by the writers of A Quiet Place um, and is produced by Sam Raimi. Uh, and the story here is uh, we have our main character played by Adam Driver. Um, he is from a super advanced planet that goes and travels between uh, transports people between different planets uh, as his career path. Um, his daughter is sick with some disease, um, but he has to leave on a trip to drop off some people to a different planet that is going to last him two years on his way through this trip. Um, he is hit with a big asteroid pat patch that basically destroys a majority of his ship. Um, and he lands on Earth, but it is Earth 65 million years ago. So this movie is supposed to be sort of a weird tie-in like thing of, hey, what if there was an advanced civilization person that just so happened to land on Earth on the week that the asteroid comes down to destroy Earth? <laughs> is what this just so happens to fucking be. Uh, he lands on Earth. A very specific concept. Three days, <laughs> three days before the asteroid comes down. So his ship actually, that patch of asteroids that hit his ship was like leftover space speckle from the asteroid that comes down and hits Earth and wipes out all the dinosaurs. Uh, <laughs> what makes this movie actually kind of fun is that of everyone that he was transporting in this ship that were like in cryo sleep, only one survived, and it was a like 10 year old girl, and both of her parents died in the cryo sleep. So he's now responsible for taking care of this girl while trying to find a way off this goddamn planet. And so he finds a way, and it is the escape pod that fell off his ship in the course of him crashing onto Earth. So our big goal here in this movie is to make our way to the top of the mountain to get into the escape pod and exit Earth before this asteroid hits Earth. Because he has this device thing that he can aim at shit, and it explains in full detail <laughs> what that thing is that he's pointing at. <laughs> this is like, give me that. You know universal what I mean? Pokedex. Uni yeah. Like universal Pokedex, dude. And I, it, like, admittedly, it says when it doesn't recognize something, it'll say like unknown anomaly. But it's like only for the asteroid. It's only when the asteroid's too far. Like, like when, when he when he gets close enough, it says unknown anomaly, and he can zoom in on. He's like, oh, it's an asteroid. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, dude. <laughs> uh, this movie, um, this this movie's like I said, it's 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 okay. It's okay. It's nowhere near as bad as we thought it would be, to be completely honest with you. When when you understand that like this this is him, he's an advanced civilization person landing on earth 
and just so happens to be Earth that had dinosaurs on it, the dinosaurs make a little bit more sense. It's not just like yeah. some bullshit, like, you know, throwaway thing of like, oh, he lands on some random planet and that random planet just so happened to have dinosaurs. Like, it's not it's not like that. It's like it, it, it gives us, you know, a, a full fledged explanation for it. My beef that I have with this problem or with this movie, my <laughs> this beef that I have with the problem, this problem that I have with this movie mostly is that it tries to be space Jurassic Park in so many moments and it just fails to do so like he has he has this gun this rifle like a space rifle that like every shot like pops it like pops whatever the fuck it hits and so he's just laying bitches out like with this fucking gun dude and dude this dude has god ammo bro he like he hit like l1 r1 triangle up down up down zero x and this dude just has like it's infinite, infinite huh? fucking ammo all day dude until until the end of the movie where he's fighting a t-rex and he runs, and he, and he runs out of ammo power cells finally empty oh god dude it was a, it was a silly it was silly um with that said, uh, I don't I don't really think I have much else the, to say about this movie. Uh, Adam Driver is Adam Driver. He does great in any part that he fucking plays. Uh, the young girl playing as Koa, um, she does a great job playing as this girl that, like, doesn't speak the same language as him. So they're communicating via, like, bodily gestures because they don't speak the same language. Um, and, and so, like they're having this dynamic of like, I need to keep you alive, but you need to do what I tell you to do that. But she can't understand what he's saying. So she's just like running around like a fucking child. <laughs> and it gets like real frustrating sometimes. Uh, she does really, really great. But this movie is literally just them and dinosaurs. And the dinosaurs in this look really cool, but there's not enough dinosaurs. Like there's so, there's so many moments of just like, Oh, he's alone. Oh, no. Girl doing something annoying. Oh, no. Dinosaur. And, like, and then, like, it has, like, a really, really cool, like, dinosaur moment. Him fighting off, like, these, like, monsters and shit. Uh, there's, like, one specific dinosaur that's this, like, Komodo dragon-looking fucking thing. That's, like, like, a, like a, imagine, like a, like, a super long Komodo dragon that's got, like, a cat body. But, like, it just, it, like, the whole body looks like a komodo dragon is just shaped like a fucking cat right so it's like crawling on like all fours and shit and like doing this little like tongue thing as it like gets closer and there's like fucking 12 of these bitches and he's taking them on dude he's taking them the fuck on man it's like fucking super cool dinosaur moment well there's like five there's like five of those moments of the whole fucking movie and I'm like, give me, give me more. Give me, if you're gonna have dinosaurs, you need to have dinosaurs. You need to commit to the dinosaurs. I think, I think I can speak for all four of us here when I say, if you're gonna do a fucking dinosaur movie, you should have dope ass dinosaur moments in 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 like fullness, right? Like that was our that was mm -hmm. our Devin can attest to this. That was our problem with the last Jurassic Park movie. It didn't have mm -hmm. enough dope dinosaur moments, and nope. so it fucking nope. sucked because of it. Uh, that dinosaur that, that you're talking about is actually a real dinosaur. It is called a Pelicosaur. 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 
Yep. Komodo dragon looking motherfucker. That's what I call it. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's description or a Nothosaurus. Its description is a lizard type reptile or similar. They kind of look a little bit like those black dog things from Avatar in truth. I'm telling you, man. Girl spit. They had Adam Driver money, but not dinosaur money. The dinosaurs actually look pretty cool. They just didn't have enough of them, right? And so uh, when, when it's Transformers, funny, so like, like when the, the when the dinosaur Transformers movie has more dinosaurs than a dinosaur movie, you fucked up. Who would have thought, man? Thought? <laughs> we're seeing that in D box. So like, how do they resurrect? Yeah, we are, baby. Let's go. Yeah, we're seeing. D-box so how they TV. how they resurrect sixty five million old dinosaurs to be in the movie? That's a great sure. question, DJ. That's a great question. And what I will tell you is go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know. I just wanted to know, dude. How do they convince those dinosaurs to get in the movie? Uh, uh, well, that's, where all, that's where all their budget went. That's why there's so few of them. They well, can only afford yeah, to do it so many the, times. The, fu- the funny part is Grossman says they had Adam Driver money, but not dinosaur money. They also had a Quiet Place writers money and Sam Raimi money. And this was the best they could do. They're, the, yeah. Both the writers from A Quiet Place are the directors for this movie. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah. I, I, I'm I still not upset that I did not see this movie. Um, the average Metacritic score is 40. And the look, average look at, user score at, is yeah. 4.7. I'm yeah. on Metac- Metacritic. Well, look at Open yeah. Critic, too. Look at Open Critic. Uh, yeah. It's... it's uh, it Like... I, I personally don't think it's a 4.5. I don't. It's not that bad. It, it does have some stuff that is inconsistent. It has a lot of, like, moments of... It, it's, it's like it's trying to be Jurassic Park and Interstellar at the same time. You know what I mean? And, like, those two things, like, clash so hard because dinosaur shit is, like, high action. It's like, ah, T-Rex, drive away, right? Like, every single dinosaur thing you could possibly think of is that. Interstellar is not that. Interstellar is quiet, sad fucking moments because he's 30 years older and his daughter is 80 years older, right? Like, it's sad. It's a saddening fucking moment. And they try to do that, like, so many times in this fucking movie, and they fucking shouldn't have. Um... But I want to end on a positive note. I am going to give this movie officially a 6 out of 10. Um, I think it is just fine. It is just fine. Uh, if not you have... 6.5? Not 6.5. Not... not. I can't. I For can't 65 it. million it, years? It almost... <laughs> it al- exactly honestly... Honestly, I almost would give it a 65. But there's one specific moment in the movie where I was like, fuck off. <laughs> is is that moment uh, a moment that you know I would just hate the movie for it? Because if you, you said fuck off, you fuck you wouldn't off, hate dude. it for it, but you would definitely be like, why would you do that? Like, you know, like why wouldn't? Why did you? Why would you do that? And they're like, I know, because I know you. You'd have that <laughs> moment, and then I, even I was the fan of the Fast and the Furious franchise was like, what the fuck? <laughs> me, me, me at me at Fast Ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, there's so many times I was like, why? <laughs> now, what I will say uh, to end things off here, six. Uh, if if you are an Adam Driver fan, sure, spend spend the five dollars. It's five dollars on Amazon cool. for a brand new movie, uh, and I'm sure they did that because it flopped in fucking theaters. I guarantee that's why. Um, I didn't know it released in theaters. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the I point. I remember seeing trailers <laughs> for it constantly and just be like, oof. Uh, Shane, yeah, you can you can buy it for ten dollars. Uh, you can buy it on Amazon for ten. So it's like it's like super cheap movie. If you just want something quick to be able to you know watch with your boo and like cuddle up on some popcorn and shit, and then like watch a couple sad moments and this dude like wreck shop on dinosaurs and a fucking Halo gun, then sure, like <laughs> it's you can you can do that for yourself. Um, also, fucking not a single bone in my body, guys. I don't know if you guys agree with this. There's not a bone in my fucking body that feels like Adam Driver is like a like intimidating survivalist. You know what I mean? Like, the, like yeah. I've never like I don't see that in him. I see I see two things. I see Kylo Ren, and I see that that fucking scene from that movie of him yelling at his girlfriend in the living room and punching the wall <laughs> that everyone memed for like a year. That's what I see when I see Adam Driver. Yeah. Um, I, I always yeah, I don't find him is. intimidating. I just, uh, <laughs> this is not, it's just he looks I, like I, a B-tier I, Disney villain. Uh, like, I mean, he was <laughs> Kylo Ren. But, yeah, uh, that's what he looks yeah. like. <laughs> I, every time I see him, I think of his like Marines photo with his big ass ears. <laughs> that man and, uh, was a fucking marine, dude. That, that yeah. man was a marine. I can't fucking believe that. Yeah. And uh, sister, I always Adam Driver at a bar, and Adam Driver tried to hit on her. <laughs> she just said no. <laughs> she said nay. The fuck away from me. <laughs> no. And then oh. her friend was like, "Dude, you not know that was Adam Driver?" She's like, "I don't give a fuck." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that dude. But... Um, go ahead, Devin. I was gonna say. I, I think of his character from uh, his best movie, in my opinion, Logan Lucky. Good movie. Good movie. <laughs> that movie's good. That's, that's, a, that's a fucking good movie. But what else is good, guys, is some good old words from our sponsors. And because Twitch is a massive fucking asshole, we have to do our ad stuff a little bit differently. This episode of the Good Cracking Podcast is brought to you by Glide mouse pads motherfucker this piece of good cracking content uh is uh wonderfully sponsored by them uh the world is changing the demand for pc gaming and work from home setups has never been as wild as it is right now uh having the best of the best in pc accessories like a good old mouse pad um only makes it easier to get your work done before you jump right back into the fray of diablo 4 and glido's exactly how to make that happen for you guys Every single one of us heavily fucks with Glide. Uh, I have one yeah, we do. right here. I got a Glide mouse pad at work. Uh, these bitches are hella, 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 hella waterproof. Uh, you absolutely want to get one of these. If you do any sort of like PC gaming, these mouse pads are dope, dude. Like you're going to have the best time of your fucking life on these. Um, they are silky smooth. Devin, Devin can attest for that. Silky, silky, the, the, the silkiest and the smoothiest. Yes, yes, absolutely. Just gliding right over the top of that bad boy. Uh, but the best part of that is uh, is that Glide Mouse Pads has a good Glide. old discount code uh, with us that you guys can use on that. Um, and you can go to GlideMousePads.com right now and use code Kraken. For 15% off the Founders Edition mousepad, as well as some newer designs that they've gotten since then in every size available. Again, that's code K-R-A-K-E-N, Kraken, for 15% off the Founders Edition mousepad today, 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 today. Today. Hit them with that today. Glide link in chat. Hit them with that Glide link in chat, boys. God. 
damn, boy, I, I, feel I, got good. You. I got you. I feel good. Our next sponsor is Rogue. Rogue. Thank you, DJ. Late nights are pretty much commonplace for us content creators, and any of us here at Good Kraken can attest that sometimes you're just too damn tired to do anything besides play Diablo 4, baby. Lucky for all of us, though, Rogue has figured out exactly how to give those late nights and earlier mornings the good old jumpy jump that we all need, baby. Rogue Energy is a low-calorie, no-sugar energy formula that's perfect alternative to sugar-filled canned energy drinks and sodas. Every formula Rogue Energy produces is designed with optimal levels of high-quality ingredients and no chalky textures, which is absolutely the main thing with any sort of like energy drink thing. That chalky texture bullshit. Get it out of here. Get the fuck out of here. You know Terrible. What I'm saying? Uh, Terrible. Being the only gaming drink company in the world with four unique product lines and uh, even more these days uh, to suit your task at hand. Rogue Energy strives to improve the in-game performance of gamers, streamers and Diablo 4 players everywhere. Oh, Boy, do we love ourselves some Rogue Energy. Uh, I know that we all have drank in a number of different flavors and tried a bunch of a different flavors tub. of theirs. Um, I do need a new time yeah. to re-up on, on that one. Uh, the, the last one I tried was that, like, pineapple something, something that was over there. Uh, that shit was extra fire. Um, I, I got their hydrate line. Their, uh, I forgot ooh. what the flavor was. It's red. The red hydrate. It's yeah, that hydrate good. line go crazy, dog. I'll tell you what. Uh, but you can head on over to RogueEnergy.com and use code GKRAKEN uh, for 10% off your purchase of any shaker or formula tub that you choose. That's G-K-R-A-K-E-N. Okay. Thank you, DJ, for 10% <laughs> off any shaker or formula tub that you would like let's get back to it gentlemen dj came in there and interrupted you and i just saw your brain go oh. <laughs> that is i hate so obnoxious that sound of all the sounds you do anything <laughs> i just i do the Period. thing is it's like it's not even a Devin thing like i i don't know what it's from i've heard it other places but i literally hate it probably more than any other fucking sound on earth I hate it's so egregiously loud. It's an affront to my fucking ears. I I I I, I turned it down a little bit so now it just sounds oh. like Dude, it's just still it's still just kind of sound it is, oh man. God, it just hits yeah. that note and it's it is, awful. It it's like hurting my back all over again. It's like but in nails my on brain, a chalkboard, In dude. my brain. You know what I mean? Like, yes, like I, I went got an x-ray and the doc said while your brain's broken. Like, that's what that fucking like, makes my head feel like uh, every single time, dude. It's just, it's so much. It's so much. I feel like Adam Driver in the movie 65 <laughs> trying to fight off the asteroid, dude. Like, that's what it feels like, man. <laughs> oh, DJ, ridiculous. tell the folks at home what we're doing next, my boy. Well... We're going to go into our main segment, the thing that we are most excited about. So, everyone at home watching, you better protect your neck. Because we're going to the gallows. The gallows. Reach right, for boys. the sky. Punk. So, today for the gallows, our headlining segment, we are talking our Summer Games Fest 2023 predictions. We do this every year. 
We do it multiple times a year for Summer Games Fest, mm-hmm. as well as the Game Awards is what we like to do it for, um, because Game Awards is one of our favorite video game events uh, of all time. We love that World shit. Premiere. It is my favorite video game yeah, event. It's, it's I, love, I love that. I love that shit so much, dude. So World what we are World doing here Premier. is uh, the rules, okay? And just as a reminder for anybody new that's coming in for the first time for one of our prediction episodes, what we do is five predictions each, and we go around the table, for every prediction that we have, which can be anything about Summer Games Fest. It can be, I think Jeff Keighley is going to wear this, which is what DJ did last year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think, I I think we'll see a game about Scorpions, something like that. Uh, anything. Anything to do with Summer Games Fest. If you think that we will see it, that can be your prediction. We typically like to do stuff that is about the announcements things that we'll see you know that will get us hype uh which is what everybody wants out of here but for every prediction that we do we also have what we call a combo breaker in which we add an additional tweak to our prediction uh every prediction we get right is one point every combo breaker we get right in addition to it is half a point and so basically, after Summer Games Fest is over, we come back, we look at the results, and we find out which one of us is the ultimate gamer god. Because we don't want DJ to have mm-hmm. that cue uh, himself anymore. So uh, anyways, we are going to go to our champion from last prediction that we had, Devin, the five-star man, Stanford. Oh, I won last year? I you forgot. won last year, <laughs> yeah, you my won- friend. You sure us, did. Dude. Uh, you lost all of us last year. (laughs) Devin, if you could ever so kindly, please give us your first prediction, good sir. Hmm. I think. Ooh, which one do I want to do? Which one do I want to do? I think we get a look at, um... Man, is it weird that I'm just not as hyped this year on Summer Game Fest? Oh man, you're fucking wild, dude. You're wild. I know, man. no, so no. Much I'm shit we could possibly get. I know, I know, I know. It's just weird. This is a weird year for me with gaming. Um, I think we're gonna see a first look at Respawn's um, new Star Wars first-person shooter game. All right, Respawn's Star Wars FPS. There we go, Devin. Your combo breaker. My combo breaker is this will be a multiplayer game. Oh, fuck me up. Okay. Oh, wow. That's that actually kind of makes me a little hype. That's a pretty that's a pretty hype ass prediction, my boy, because if we get a better battlefront experience. Yeah, can I can I add on to that a little bit? It, go, it's a go ahead. I mean, it's your prediction. Multiplayer man. and single player mode. Oh, multi. Okay, so single player game with multiplayer in it. Yeah, think think of like a Call of Duty. I think we're gonna get like a Star Wars Call of Duty. Mm. This could okay. be like the the spiritual successor to Titanfall. Ooh. It's respawn. Ooh. They can do it. They can do okay. it. Okay. All right. All right. I see you, dog. I see you, dog. Garrick Bartholomew Eaton. It is now your turn for your first prediction of Summer Games Fest 2023. You know, 
Mm, I do know. I know we're all waiting on this game, and mm-hmm. it's just it's just around the right time. It is, and I feel like the Xbox showcase is just going to be used for other things. So I think we are finally going to get the uh, release date for Party Animals. Ooh. Oh, yeah. oh yes, baby! Oh, dude, I'm so. Why is that game that. still in development, dude? I swear, God I played damn, it like two dude, years for ago. Real man, uh, Garrick, your combo breaker, my friend. You know, I just, I got a feeling, woo ooh, and uh, I think it's gonna release this summer. I think, it, I think it's gonna come out this oh, summer. Yeah. summer release yeah. day. Okay. I feel, I just feel, okay. I feel like it could just happen, and it could, it could be a good, it could be a good one. Like they're like, yo, this is gonna be a great summer game. Here you go, Game Pass. Boop. Oh, doggy dog. I like that. I like that. Um, Shane saying Fable. So Shane, here I'm gonna tell you this right up front. Okay, none of us here are gonna guess Fable, uh, only because. It's more than likely going to happen at the Xbox showcase on Sunday. And this is we're exclusively doing our predictions for Thursday's showcase. The actual opening night. You never know. It could be a double showing. I mean, it it could, it could be, they could, they could do something like. Could tease it. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll eat my words, man. I'll eat my words. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Cause they, yeah, they could tease it and then show more on Sunday. That could be the thing that they do. Okay. No, fair enough. Fair enough. They right. have done that in the past where they've shown shown a teaser and then shown mm-hmm. more in-depth look mm-hmm. at the the actual like publisher showcase. They have yeah. done that in yeah, the past. Yeah, they they have they they definitely done that. They definitely have. Uh DJ, my friend, go ahead. I'm gonna play it safe here uh, mm. for my first prediction. Counter-Strike 2 will get a release date. That that is safe. That is very safe. That's also a very DJ, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very DJ prediction here. DJ, what is your combo breaker for this? It will release right after Summer Games Fest. Oh, we're getting like this week. Oh, it is going to be free to play. It looks now. ready. Oh, it wow. looks ready. It looks ready from what we've seen. Uh, the CS2 Twitter page just like pulled out. Um, a little like short little clip of their new like uh you know in counter strike uh before each round you get to like buy your weapons um in counter strike you can't if you bought something on accident you can't undo it but with valorant coming out they've implemented an undo system oh okay, um, okay and so they've copied it and they've copied the layout of what valorant has with their new buy system mm-hmm. so it seems to be dj direct competition they wanted it starting out yeah yeah, Apex did that too with uh with their mode that was similar to that as well. Arenas. Mm-hmm. It's now my turn, boys. And I'm wondering if I should also play it safe or if I should just claim my fucking big hype one right now. I mean I don't want one of you fuckers taking it. I don't want one of you bastards taking it. Because you'll so. you'll we'll go through three of us, man. So I mean if you want to take it now. I'll say you might, might as well take it, otherwise it's going on. Mm, mm. Yeah. Gentlemen, I think we get a teaser of a brand new Castlevania. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Here's okay, my combo been, breaker. We could have like, been not a remake, like a brand new. Brand entry. new. 
entry to Castlevania. And gentlemen, mm-hmm. my combo breaker. And here we, here we fucking go. It's made by Sony Santa Monica. Ooh. Okay. So there's, there's is, been is it word. Castlevania. It, yes. And it will be partnered with Capcom. So there is word that Sony Santa Monica has been working with Capcom on a brand new game. And this is a game that Sony Santa Monica is being very, very, very fucking quiet about. But we could potentially get a return to the third-person Castlevania experience that we got on the Xbox 360 Dude, some time Shadow ago. Of Darkness was so fucking sick. So fucking dope. Uh, at the scale, a la God of War uh, 2018. I would shit and die. I would absolutely fucking cream myself if this is the announcement we get. I uh, love Castlevania this so is, much. This is the one I'm fucking waiting for, boys. I'm like, oh, it's time, dude. It's time for a elevated Castlevania experience, and this is gonna be fucking it, baby. This is gonna be it. Devin, yeah. your second prediction for Summer Games Fest. My second prediction for Summer's Games Fest is we will not see Naughty Dog with the last of us factions in mm. any capacity very safe very safe okay uh no naughty dog actually no here uh, no um last tlu factions no tlu factions or do you want it to be there's no naughty dog at all i mean how safe do you want to play it um so that'll be my 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 combo breaker is that no naughty dog in at all after no, two factions at all all right and this does not count crash bandicoot spin-off games because those aren't even made by naughty dog anymore correct mm-hmm. correct yes absolutely yeah no i i think i think this is a safe, a safe way to get to get a point uh get a couple points here because they i mean they they had to push back their multiplayer thing that they've been working on of recent um and i don't think that it's it's a little messy over there. So like that's this is a safe bet, Devin. Good call. Good call, my friend. Uh Garrick, your second prediction. Okay. Second prediction. I think we mm-hmm. what to pick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that I have happen. a couple of I have a couple of big ones and I don't want you guys to take them too. I think we are going to get to see uh an, an another trailer or yeah another trailer from phantom liberty god damn it okay god damn, damn that was on my list that was gonna be god that was it. gonna be mine like right after god damn yeah. it okay uh Giddy picked it up your combo breaker sir i think we are going to get a release date release it's gonna release right after the show i after. also uh as like a, as like a, an extra modifier i think Along with the release date, we will get um, a pre-order announcement that will finally reveal the price of the DLC. Okay, pre-orders announced. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay, I like it, I like it. DJ, your second prediction, my good sir. All right, since since Garrett took that one, I have to, I have to, I have to swing. I got to swing really hard here. It's going to be a wide one. We will see a teaser for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, The Last Ronin. And we'll and my modifier oh, is shit. the developer will be revealed. 
uh, in that teaser because it's an unknown developer right now. But wait, that that's actually uh, happening. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a game that's yeah. in development right now, my friend. Yes. It's gonna be it's gonna be God oh, of War God style. Of War. Yeah, heavily yeah, God inspired of War by style, 2018. Dude. Yep. Mm -hmm. Sick. Yeah. Right. Right, dude. Like, Is it gonna oh, be yeah. rated M? I mean, uh, he might probably, be the last Ronin. There's a very strong to. chance. Yeah, because he like fucks shit up in the comics for that. Like, it's it's pretty wild, dude. Uh, that's a dope prediction, man. I like that, DJ. Um, so I'm actually going to take my second one, and I'm going to reframe Garrix. I think that we get a cyberpunk Phantom Liberty full-on showcase gameplay showcase is what i think we get it's not just a teaser um so i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna counter pick uh Garrick, Garrick's, uh prediction here um i almost went with the gameplay choice but i'm not confident of what they're of what they would show um well and see that is my part of my next combo breaker here is that it's a uh full gameplay reveal like we're i feel like we're gonna get a whole rundown of systems, new weapons that we're going to get, new skill uh, tree stuff, um, like all sorts of cool shit that they're adding into it. Just it just a romance. It, we're we're going to get the full scale explanation in a brief, quick, like six minute presentation uh, okay. with Phantom Liberty is what I think we're going to get here. Um also, I think we're gonna Idris Elba um, romance quest. Yeah, we're gonna be able to screw uh, just just absolutely nail Idris Elba. That's what I think. To be tight. <laughs> to be yeah. tight. Hey man, if if we can't have if we can't bang Keanu, we're probably not going to be able to bang Idris. But one can hope. God damn it! Right? I know. God damn it, man. Maybe they add both. Maybe it's a new quest line. Maybe. <laughs> Devin, your second prediction, good sir. I think sure. we're going to get another trailer for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. FF Seven Rebirth. Okay. It's about time. And uh, an announcement date for the early 2024. Early 2024 release date. Yeah, because you, you don't think that game's coming out this year. That's right. I don't. I don't think it's coming this year. I just don't. I think they're going to I think they're going to give uh, Final Fantasy 16 some room to breathe. OK, OK, that's fair. That's fair. I like it. Garrick, your third prediction, sir. I think we will be getting our first trailer, official trailer for the Elden Ring DLC. God damn it. God oh, damn it. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Oh, damn it. I had it. Uh, Garrick, what is your combo breaker? We're going to get a holiday release date for that bad boy. Holiday release date, baby. Let's go, dude. Uh, I had that on my list. My combo breaker was going to be it's free. Oh, that's an interesting take. Yeah, that's that's. I was like, mm, yeah. may, maybe, dude. I mean, Elden Ring was like a fucking worldwide phenomenon. Dude. So like they, you think they're just going to be like, we're just going to give you all this one as a thank you. Just Hey, fucking thanks for buying millions of copies of our game, dude. Like here, just take it, man. Definitely <laughs> in the green, in the green, bro. They're definitely in the green. Yeah, right, uh, right. God damn. DJ, deep your third prediction, sir. Uh, CD Projekt Red will unveil their newest Witcher property. 
Oh. Reveals. Well, here, we'll just say. Bro, I want that. I want that multiplayer cyberpunk game announcement. That's what I want. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be that'd be fucking dope. Uh, DJ, your combo breaker. It. Geralt will not be in it. There, there will be no, no Geralt, no mainstay Witcher characters. Well, so okay, hold None. on. Let's 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 back up real quick. Okay, let's None? back up real quick. Well, hold None. on, hold on, hold on. Let's let's back up real quick. When you say Witcher new Witcher game, right? Are yeah. you thinking like Witcher Four, or are you thinking a Witcher spinoff? Witcher spinoff. Okay, so let's be specific here. Okay. Yeah. I said Witcher property, so like it, like the property of the Witcher franchise. Yeah, but that could be I'm anything from a movie, a show, like you know, like they're like yeah. when you say property, it could be a lot of different things. So I just want to be like, okay, how specific do you want to get here, right? Yeah, but that's why I was getting specific with like my modifier. That's why. I, okay, so do you do you want to keep it as property so it can be a little bit more? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. I, I think now? it's going to be a spin-off game uh, set in the Witcher universe. That's my modifier. Okay. Okay. No Geralt yeah. slash set in Witcher universe. Okay. I got gotcha, you, doggy dog. All right. Mm -hmm. So my third prediction. Check out my list yeah. here. Ooh. I got some bangers. I got some bangers still, boys. Well, I can't. I can't take the Elden Ring one, so I'm gonna go ahead and scratch that off real quick. Um, okay. We're going to get a full-on reveal of Dragon Age Dreadwolf. Ooh, that's ooh, yeah. that's a good one. Uh, I forgot yeah. that was happening. Yeah, I same. am. I am. I think that that one's gonna knock her socks off, dude. Uh, combo breaker get a soft release date of 2024. I think that's a safe bet. I think that's a safe bet. Mm -hmm. Um, I like. I want. I want them to come in and just like fucking blow us away with a Dragon Age Dreadwolf. Dude, I here. would be so. So stoked. Pe about people that. would pop the fuck off on that shit, yeah. dog. Like they would go fucking nuts for it, man. We deserve we it. We do know that we're we're gonna be getting that before we get that, the next Mass Effect. We know mm, that for sure. Mm, mm, that is factual. Uh also factual. Devin, your fourth prediction. You know, I I've been seeing some circulation. Okay. And I've I've been paying attention to some rumors. I think we're going to see a remake get announced. Mm -hmm. And that remake is going to be Persona 3. Oh, God damn it. That was on my oh, list. <laughs> Persona 3 remake, baby. Uh, that is, yeah, hey, I mean... They they've been working their way towards that man. It's it's uh, that's that's a good chance that that's fucking yeah. happening, baby. Let's go. Your combo and that, breaker. That is that is renounced as one of the best Persona games. Yes, 100%. and um, I think we're gonna get a release window. You want to keep that vague for now, or yes? Okay, okay, I like it. 
I like it. Garrick, your fourth prediction, sir. Hmm. I think. I think it is about time that we got a little bit more news um, on Star Wars Eclipse. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I'm into it. I can feel it. Um, so just an update on it, or yeah, I think we're probably gonna get like an update with maybe some gameplay teaser. Uh, because we really only got um, we only re- we really only got uh, the teaser trailer back in December, right? Oh, that dope cinematic one. Uh, yeah, uh, it was amazing. But oh, it's, that's it's one been of a minute now. So, um, I think it's just like I know there's a lot of Star Wars stuff in the works, but we know that Kotor is like on an indefinite delay as of right now because of develop some development problems. Um, Shane, don't wish Jump Force Two on anybody. Um, I played that game and it wasn't good. That was that was, that was unkind <laughs> Damn, of you dude. as a gamer. Um, <laughs> Uh, but no, I just think I think it's just time to, to get another update. I think that we've had enough room for Jedi Survivor to breathe, um, and it's time for it to see some more some more Star Wars stuff. So I think we are going to get a release window for this game, but I think it's actually not coming out until 2025. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. I think it's coming out summer next year. That's what I think. Um, it'll be a fucking good game, man. It'll be a fucking good game, DJ. Your fourth prediction, sir. We'll get a Tekken 8 character trailer for <laughs> Yotsimitsu. Oh, okay. That People are going to f- pop off for that one, too, dude. Holy shit. Yes. Uh, combo breaker for that, sir? Or we will want... get a release date for Tekken 8. Oh, Tekken 8. That's a big fucking... That's a big combo breaker, dude. God, that's yes. a whole ass other prediction, bro. Like that, Jesus Christ, dude. Tech they'll combo it. They'll like put it in together, dude. Hey, like, dream, Yoshimitsu dream is gonna be big, big, baby. You know what I'm saying? Dream fucking big. That's what I like to do. That's what I like to do. You know what I'm saying, which is exactly why my fourth prediction. Fucking fuck, gentlemen. I'm gonna fucking say it. Skate fucking four, baby. Skate four. Yes. Release uh. date. Boys, goddamn, we're gonna see a whole beautiful trailer show. It's all the cool shit that Skate Four is gonna bring to the table, and Skate Four is actually coming in 2023. That's my combo wow. breaker. Damn, wow. so that was on my list, but my combo breaker was it was gonna be free to play. Ooh, that's tight. I like that. That's, that's really an interesting cool. take too. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's that's fucking dope, dude. That's a big one. Can't man. wait to grind and, for skate tickets. Yeah, and they'll they'll be <laughs> and they'll be doing a uh, a skate pass system every like couple months to unlock for unlockables. It, it makes sense. Uh, yeah, no, because 100%, you could dude. put so much content into that game. 
you break your board in game, it's two ninety nine IRL to repair it. <laughs> you got to bail your buddy out of skate jail. <laughs> and you mean you mean two hundred two hundred and ninety nine dollars is what you mean? Not not two dollars and ninety nine cents. It's two hundred and ninety nine dollars. It's not that expensive. You can buy complete VR for like game. sixty to eighty bucks in okay. real life. Like All good right, ones. skater boy. You know, just... <laughs> That's what I did. She said, "See you later, boy." All right, like <laughs> it's a. It's going to be a VR game. <laughs> Buy one, get one 50% off, says Josh. Yeah, that's how it is when you want to get, like, T-shirts and, like, shoes, too. <laughs> it's going to be Skate 4 exclusively on the new uh, Apple Vision. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Uh, dude, it's going to be fucking great, dude. I'm, I'm Talk so... about the stupidest thing I've seen Apple done in forever. <laughs> dude, it, I mean, it's going to be fucking tight, man. It's not not $3,000 tight, but it's going to be tight. <laughs> uh, Devin, my man, your fifth and last prediction. My boy, are you going to pop off? Are you going to pop off? Oh. I have two that I'm thinking about using. One's really safe mm. and one's hopeful. Mm. I'm going to go with the safe one because I'm going to save the hopeful one for um, vid- video game awards. Good call. Good but call. Uh, I, I'm i going <laughs> to say the, uh, the Call of Duty expansion is actually going to be a full-fledged title. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. Um, now expansion for Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, I'm assuming. Yep, yep. It it. So they were coming up with a large. Uh, th- this is what has been in the industry. They were coming up with a large, um, expansion that was going to um, pretty much double the content of Modern Warfare Two. Is what's been in talks in the industry, um, developed by Sledgehammer Hammer Games. I think they've come up with so much content that this is now just going to be titled, and this is my combo breaker. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Mm. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. They're just going to turn into Modern Warfare 3. Okay. All right. Now, just not a combo breaker thing, but just a general question. Do you think that means we're not going to see any more Call of Duty for the next couple of years? Or No, I think think it'll be announced with the annual release as well. Oh, wow. Wow. Fucking A, man. Jesus Christ. Uh, Call of Duty. God damn! Yeah. You get a call. It's gonna be using. It's gonna be using an updated version of the same engine of Modern Warfare Two. I mean, sign me the fuck up, dog. I love. I loved Modern Warfare Two, dog. It's a good game, man. So mm. I'm here for it. I'm here for it, dog. Mm. I like it. Garrick, yeah. Your fifth and last prediction, sir. Excellent. Uh, so this is completely baseless. I have nothing. Literally nothing at all to base this off. I love of. this. Literally, I love that. Dude. Just something I want, uh-huh. and I want it desperately. Yes. It's just time, Give in it my to opinion. Give it to me to get our next gen monster hunting experience. God. We got Monster Hunter World, baby. I think it's time for our next announcement for Monster Hunter World Two God. on Xbox. Oh, Damn wow. it! Damn Two it, worlds. man! Damn it! That was gonna be my last one. Oh damn it! Oh, Garrick, you made Ernell sweat with that one. God damn it, man! (laughs) Garrick, your combo breaker, sir. Uh, I think this bad boy is releasing spring of next year. Okay, okay, twenty twenty four. You got it, my friend. Contending with Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. 
<laughs> there's no completely different demographics. There's no contention. I know, there. I know, I know, no, no. I, I'm, I'm poking fun at Ernell. I hate fantasy critic. I hate it here. I hate it here. <laughs> DJ, your last prediction, my sir. All right. Jeff Keeley will wear a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> I love that. What's your combo breaker? What's your combo breaker? It's going to be red. <laughs> it's red. <laughs> you got red on you. You're actually gonna do. I'm gonna do this. Ace Hawaiian Hawaiian shirt color is red. Uh, the designs are tentative. I don't know. I don't know what he's I gonna put, wear. I put it's bread just to kind of give a salute to Silent Hill. What, uh. what 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 if it what it what if it's like all, all the different like video game controllers? Honestly, honestly, it'd be sick. I don't know. Genius. He's gonna branch out this year. He's just said, "We, I just killed E3. I'm about to walk up stage with a Hawaiian shirt, chilling. What if chilling. it? Chilling. What if it? What if it is a Hawaiian shirt and the patterns are K3? Yeah, K3 or E3, <laughs> dude. Oh man, that'd be three, baby. Key three. Key three. All right, boys. My last prediction for this, because my hype one got taken. I have to go the safe route. Okay. Uh, we can get another look at Death Stranding 2. That, okay. That's inevitable. That's good. Yeah. Uh, of course, it is presented to us with a uh, quick little speech from the king himself, Kojima. Um, and Kojima. Uh, along with this, we're going to have a combo breaker of a 2024, or sorry, excuse me, spring 2024 release date. Now, to be a little bit more specific here, I think we're going to get another character reveal for Death Stranding 2 along with that. But I'm not, I don't want that to be Remy Malik. It's Remy Malik. It's going to be Idris Elba. You know, yeah. <laughs> and you can fuck him in it. It's great, dude. <laughs> uh, watch, it, watch it be Idris Elba or, um, or Keanu Reeves, like straight up. Oh, my God. If Keanu Reeves is in Death Stranding 2, dude, I would fucking pre order that so fast. Uh, so let's it's Woody do. Harrelson, actually. <laughs> Wearing, I wearing, that shit too. wearing his Cletus Cassidy outfit. <laughs> uh, guys, let's do our quick rundown here. Devin, uh, his predictions here. Respawn Star Wars first person shooter gets announced uh, with a it's a single player game with a multiplayer platform in it. Uh, we are not going to see Tilu factions here at the showcase, uh, but we're actually not going to see any Naughty Dog at all. Um, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth gets a trailer and an early 2024 release date. Uh, Persona 3 Remake gets announced with a release window. Uh, and then lastly, Call of Duty uh, expansion that they've been working on is now going to be a full title, and that is officially Modern Warfare 3. Uh, Garrick says Party Animals gets a release date, and it's for this summer. Uh, we also get a trailer for Phantom Liberty uh, with a release date and pre-orders announced with said trailer. Uh, we also get a first uh, trailer of the brand new Elden Ring DLC. Uh, along with that comes a holiday release date, holiday 2023 release date excuse me let me make sure i'm accurate there uh star wars eclipse gets an update along with a release window uh for us there and then lastly we finally get a monster hunter world 2 announcement and it gets released 
on spring of 2024. DJ says Counter-Strike 2 gets a release date, and it actually is right after the showcase, baby. Let's go. Uh, out now. Out now for all of you video game lovers. Yeah. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Last Ronin, gets a teaser for that game, and the developer for the game is revealed officially. Uh, we get a new Witcher property announced, but there's no Geralt. However, it is in the Witcher universe. Tekken 8 gets a character trailer for Yoshimitsu, uh, and that comes with a Tekken 8 release date. I think that's a fucking good prediction, man. Uh, along mm -hmm. with Jeff Keighley is going to wear a Hawaiian shirt. Um, a better and, prediction right there. And it's red. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is red. With video it, game controllers on it. <laughs> yes, uh, SNES, um, <laughs> one thousand percent SNES. Be, yeah, it's just gonna be Bowser uh, all over. All uh, and then my predictions: uh, we get an official teaser of a brand new Castlevania uh, that will be made by Sony Santa Monica. Um, we get a full-on Phantom Liberty gameplay showcase, uh, giving us full gameplay look of everything that we want uh, from Phantom Liberty. Need, need to know for Phantom Liberty. Uh, we are going to get a Dragon Age Dreadwolf full reveal with a soft release date of 2024. Skate 4 finally gets a release date, and it is this year. Um, and then finally, we get another look at Death Stranding, as if we were not tired enough already. Uh, and that was going to be getting a spring 2024 release date. Boys, I love doing this shit with you guys. I love doing this shit with you guys so much. Yeah. But I also love going over our schedule for the rest of this week. So, guys, no content tomorrow. It's Wednesday. Fuck you. Uh, Thursday, though, we are going to be doing our live reactions to the Summer Game Fest 2023. Uh, we are co-streaming that officially, so we will be out here doing some very fun stuff with you guys. Uh, we might have some uh, Twitch drops that you guys might be able to get during the showcase there. I'm going to be working out the details on that. But that is going to be us here about 11.50 a.m. Pacific time. You guys can come in hang out with us for a few hours. It is so much fun doing live reactions to showcases with you guys. So I have no doubt it's going to be another good one on friday we're doing splash damage of street fighter 6 we're gonna beat the shit out of each other that's gonna be yeah. dope dude it's gonna be fucking dope Y'all have man. fun with that it's gonna be so cool bro <laughs> uh and then saturday we're doing another good cracking podcast we're doing our official review of transformers rise of the beasts i feel like we made the right choice to see that to see that in D-Box because I feel like our experience is going to be heightened for it. Here's here's the better part. Not just D-Box 7. We're seeing it in 3D D-Box, bro. You and me, baby. Yeah. You and me. Let's fucking yeah. go. It's good. <laughs> I'm yeah. praying. It's good. I'm seeing a lot of mixed reviews. So I, far. I, I'm too. seeing, Which is I'm why seeing some like I'm, sevens. Yeah, you know? I definitely yeah. got to form my own on this one. I am excited well, to see it, though, because Transformers. I'm, I'm seeing yeah. a lot of, like, oh, it's just another Transformers movies, but I'm also seeing a lot of, like, this is the best Transformers movie ever made, which is, like, mm. not that hard to do, all things considered. Yeah, there's no so Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I mean, like, like, Bumblebee was fucking phenomenal, but, like... Bumblebee was good. The first one was really good. That's, that's all I need them to do is be better than Bumblebee. You know what I mean? Just be better than Bumblebee. That's true. That's all. That's all I need from them. I don't need some miraculous, fucking wonderful. Anyways, I'm not gonna go into it. Uh, guys, <laughs> please let us know your Summer Games Fest predictions. Uh, what you think? Uh, you we are gonna see during Summer Games Fest. Let us know if our predictions are fucking bonkers, crazy, stupid, uh, and you want nothing to fucking do with it. Um, let us know on Discord. Let us know on Twitter. Let us know on YouTube in the comments down below. Uh, because we love to hear from you guys. This has been. 
the Diablo 4 fan podcast. I'm kidding. It's good cracking podcast. Your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you wanted to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 12 p.m. right here at uh, twitch.tv slash good cracking show. If you enjoy the show. My homie just went. <laughs> if you enjoy the show, you can head on over to our Discord channel where you can submit questions and topics to the show, get exclusive post show content, and soon have early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea. Yeah. <laughs> You can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. We gotta get going on out of here, everybody. But until next time, my friends, Lilith, mommy, please, please, fuck you, Twitch, please, fuck you, Twitch, (laughs) (laughs) fuck you.